coming to you from the Deep South. This is the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast. High impact leadership is not reserved for leaders, and it has nothing to do with your position, title, or rank. However, it does have everything to do with your character. It's time to climb to the next level and beyond, personally and professionally. Now, let's start making it happen with your host, Max Story. All right, everyone. Thanks for stopping by the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast today. Glad you're here. Going to pick up on part four of this uh, series on what is trust. If you haven't listened to the previous episodes, I hope you hope you go back and check those out. Either way, there's value in every one of these episodes as a standalone episode, but there's a lot of value if you actually listen to the full series. So if you haven't done that, I highly encourage you to go back and do that. Again, I'm talking about some of the primary lessons and points I learned from my number three book of all time that I've read, The Speed of Trust by Stephen M. R. Covey. And today I continue talking about the 13 trust behaviors. In the previous episode, I talked about the five trust behavior behaviors. Can't talk today. I talked about the five trust behaviors that support character development, building trust relative to character. And I know some of y'all are thinking, you can't talk any day. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can. I'm doing the best that my uh, country voice will let me do. But, uh, you know, if you haven't heard me speak, a lot of times that's the first thing I say when I do speak. I tell everybody I'm bilingual. And a lot of people think that me, that if that means I speak English and Spanish. But I, I tell them that that's not what that means. What it means is is I speak English and country. And I'm much better at speaking country than, I'm, than I am at speaking English. And actually, there's a lot of people that I've met that English is their second language. And it's my only language. <laughs> but there, I've met a lot of people who that uh, English is their second language, and they actually speak better English than I do. But I'm okay with that because it's working for me. And I'm not going to change it because this is who I am. But today I'm going to talk to you about, I'm going to try to talk to you about at least five trust behaviors that relate to competency. So that'll be behavior six through 10. I don't know how much I'm going to get into it, how deep I'm going to go. So I can't tell you at this moment how many I'm going to talk about, but I did five last time. Hopefully I'll do five this time. And then if so, uh, there'll be a part five and I'll come back and wrap up with uh, the last three trust behaviors, which relate to both character and competency. And then I'll kind of just, just do some wrap up talking off the cuff, which is much easier for me than, than trying to, do what I'm doing today. This one reason I don't do a lot of this is is I don't like to I don't like to be reading and and trying to stay on a script. I like to talk about whatever I like to talk about. It comes out much more uh, easily and fluid because I really teach and speak from my subconscious. I don't really I, I, I'm not nothing is scripted even when I go speak on stage. But anyway, trying to do this for you. It's not about me, but it starts with me. I got to do it so that I can help you. So I uh, hope you enjoy and. these lessons. All right. Again, these behaviors I'm going to talk about today, they support the competency side of the equation, not the character side. To some degree, they they can, but I'm going to talk about them relative to how Covey talks about them. So trust behavior six. And remember, I'm going to give you the behavior that and define it as Covey does. 
and I'm going to give you the opposite and define it as he does, and I'm going to give you the counterfeit and define it as he does. And then I'm going to just talk about it a little bit. This, this is some good stuff. So again, relative to competency. Number six, trust behavior is deliver results. Results give you instant credibility and instant trust. He says, and I agree 100%. This behavior is based on the principles of responsibility, accountability, and performance. And then as always with these behaviors, he tells us the opposite behavior, which is performing poorly or failing to deliver. No doubt that's not going to build trust. And then he tells us the counterfeit, and this is the one I always love because this is all those people trying to fool somebody. The counterfeit of deliver results is delivering activities instead of results. So now I'm just going to share some of my thoughts, and I may re-emphasize some of that, but I want you to know what he said about the behavior. Deliver results. And I mentioned in the previous episode, the quickest way to build trust is to get results. A competency trait. But the quickest way to create distrust is something related to your character, a character trait. And and you know, when it comes to the count the counterfeit of every one of these, the behavior is either kind of character or competency focused, but the counterfeit of everyone is all a character weakness. That's the only reason you'd be doing the the counterfeit. The only reason you'd be trying to manipulate or fool someone is because you have poor character. And again, you know it just like I know it. You can validate this stuff for yourself as I'm covering it. When I tell you the counterfeit, you know people, probably a lot of people, who are doing the counterfeit behaviors. And they create a lot of distrust. If you're a frontline worker, it doesn't matter. Actually, take that back. It doesn't matter what level you are. If your boss is living these behaviors through the counterfeit, if they're doing the counterfeit behaviors, they create a lot of distrust with you. At the same time, if you are a boss, if you're a formal authority leader, people report to you. If they're doing the counterfeit, they're creating a lot of distrust with you. The sad thing is, usually the boss is doing it and the people are doing it. Not all of them, but a vast majority of them, unless there's... Unless they work in an organization that has a high degree of character, high degree of personal growth and leadership development for people at all levels. That's, that's the only way to get rid of this stuff is you've got to teach people. First of all, leaders have to model it. They can't be doing all these counterfeit and the opposite. They got to model these behaviors. And then they got to teach people these principles and help them understand why it's important for them personally to align themselves with these principles. And then the people who don't want to align, they just become irrelevant and they, they leave the company. They either get left or they leave, whichever one doesn't matter. They don't belong in the company if they don't want to get aligned with the principles that the, the, the formal authority leaders, definitely the top leader, decides, hey, this is who we are and who we're going to be. So deliver results. You deliver results, you're going to build trust. Staying busy, you may be the busiest person there, but if you're not delivering results, you're, you've adopted the counterfeit behavior. You don't want to do that. It's like I teach people in my book, Blue Collar Leadership, Leading from the Front Lines. Figure out what the boss wants you to do and do that. That's how you build trust. 
My, my mentor, Jimmy Collins, former president and COO of Chick-fil-A for 33 years till he retired in 2001. He was the number three, the third employee. 2001, he re retired after they had grown from startup to $1 billion in sales. I asked him recently, I was talking to him on the phone. I said, what's the one thing, Jimmy, if, if I'm telling people about you, what's the one thing you want me to always tell them? He didn't even he didn't even miss a beat. Instantly, he said, find out what the boss doesn't like to do and do that. And what he was talking about was this right here, deliver results. Because the boss, things the boss doesn't want to do, they wish somebody else would do them. And whoever's doing them, that person's going to build a lot of trust. They're going to have a lot of influence. So that's just a little extra nugget there from, from Jimmy. Let's go to trust behavior number seven. And again, this falls under the competency side of the equation. Get better. That's the behavior. This is from Covey. He says, get better. When people see you as a learning, growing, renewing person, they develop confidence in your ability to succeed in a rapidly changing environment. He says this behavior is based on the principles of continuous improvement, learning, and change. And what he says about the opposite of get better, he says the opposite is entropy, deterioration, resting on your past successes, or becoming irrelevant because you won't keep up. And again, the one I always love, counterfeit and he's talking about get better that's the behavior the counterfeit is the eternal student who's always learning but never producing always learning but never producing kind of like when i talk about the seven seven habits of highly effective people my favorite book and and i ask you know people say oh i read that book and i'll say what do you think about it? What's your favorite habit? Most of the time, people don't even know one habit. They can't even repeat it, much less have they intentionally begin to live it like, like I personally have. And that's what he's talking about. There's a lot of people. I meet people all the time in, who come to conferences. They'll tell me, you know, they want to brag on how many leadership books they've read. But everything about them says they didn't get nothing out of it. Every, everything about how they talk to me or, or what they're saying or how they bad-mouthing their team, or bad-mouthing their boss, or bad-mouthing somebody somewhere. Their behavior says they didn't get nothing out of the books, if they actually read it. They could be having, the, you know, the, the counterfeit of talk straight is, is to lie. Some people lie. I mean, some people who told me, you know, they read the Seven Habits book, but they can't tell me a single thing about it. I don't know if they just didn't get nothing out of it, or they just literally didn't read it. I know there's people out there who will buy a book to read, but they never read it, but they'll tell people they read it. Pretty sad. So a quote that goes with get better, and I got this quote out of this book, but he says, it's from Alvin Toffler. He says, the illiterate of the 21st century would not be those who cannot read and write, but those who cannot learn, unlearn, and relearn. That's a powerful quote. And you know, when you think about 
get better. He says that behavior is based on the principles of continuous improvement. And, you know, if you're familiar with lean, lean manufacturing, he's talking about Kaizen. Kaizen is continuous improvement, small change for the better. And if you know my history from 2005 to 2012, most of that as a consultant beginning in 2008, I logged over 11,000 hours helping teams get better, helping people get better. Today I'm focused, you know, that was a competency trait, lean manufacturing, process improvement, increasing productivity, improving quality, reducing change over times. That was all when I was focused on that competency of process improvement. But the principle of get better, I'm still focused on it. I'm just focused on the character side now instead of the competency side. Relative to lean, people who don't truly understand what respect for the people means, they think it means give them a dinner or let them be on an event, let them have some say. But true respect for the people is developing everybody at every level from top to bottom in the area of character development so they can have a better life. You've got to do what's required in the competency area for them to do the job. So I don't have to tell you about that. If they're there, you're going to train them to do the job or they won't be there. Or they're going to already know how to do the job. But if they can't do the job, they're not going to be there. But personal growth and leadership development is all about helping them learn how to be while they're doing the job. How to be when they're not on the job. That's why it's about life. But don't be a Eternal student, always learning, but never producing. Creates distrust. Behavior eight. Let's move up one more. The behavior, again, Covey says, the behavior is confront reality. It's about taking tough issues head on. I love this. He says, addressing the sacred cows and discussing the undiscussables. He says this behavior is based on principles of courage, responsibility, awareness, and respect. The opposite, he says, is to ignore reality, to act as though it doesn't exist. It's a lot of that out there. A lot of people won't talk about those sacred cows, or some people like to say that the elephant in the room, especially in meetings. People don't have the courage to do it. They don't know how to talk straight. They don't know how to demonstrate respect. Or they will talk straight, but they don't demonstrate respect, so that's not good. Or they they got a, a Barney Five style of leader instead of Andy Griffith. And everybody knows, just be quiet and listen. Get up and leave when the leader's done talking. But a high-impact leader confronts reality. So I added on to that a little bit with discussion. But let's go back to the counterfeit. This is from Covey. He says, the counterfeit of confront reality is to act as though you're confronting it when you're actually evading it. I, I'm telling you, I love these counterfeit behaviors because Covey is so dead on with every single one of them. It's what the weak, insecure leaders, weak, insecure people, this is what mo this is what they do, the counterfeit, most often. Some of them do the opposite, which ain't good either. But most of them, they're always trying to manipulate, fool, hide, pretend, and they live in these counterfeit behaviors. And if you find yourself living one of these counterfeit behaviors, you can live it all you want, but you have to know you're creating distrust. Your, your influence, authentic influence, is decreasing. It's like gravity. You can't deny it. 
Well, you can deny it, but you ain't going to change it. You can deny gravity all day, but if you jump off a bridge, you're going to hit the water. Or whatever's at the bottom. It's the same way with all these trust behaviors. You either do the behavior, build trust, increase your influence, or you do the opposite and counterfeit, create distrust, and reduce, diminish your influence. It's, it's just like gravity. Powerful, powerful stuff. If, if you think you're doing the opposite or the counterfeit, and you think you're getting away with it, the only person you're fooling is you. I love these trust behaviors. I, I can't say it enough. These, these things... He says it in such a powerful way, especially the, the counterfeit. I mean, brings it all home. Let's talk about behavior nine, the fourth one underneath the competency side of the equation of trust. Covey says trust behavior nine is clarify expectations. And he says clarify expectations means is to, is to create shared vision and agreement about what is to be done up front, on the front end. And it goes back to when I was talking about the uh, four cores of credibility and intent. I forgot to say this. Actually, I did forget. There's just a lot to say that I, I'm trying to leave out because I'm trying to kind of stick to focusing on the book and his content. But he does talk about this, and he talks about declare your intent. When you declare your intent, people know what behavior to look for. It's kind of the same principle as clarify expectations. But he says clarify expectations is to create shared vision and agreement about what is to be done up front. And it's based on the principles of clarity, responsibility, and accountability. And he says the opposite of clarify expectations is to leave expectations undefined. And he says the counterfeit of expectations of, of the, excuse me, the counterfeit of clarify expectations is to create smoke and mirrors, go with the ebb and flow, whatever's convenient at the time. Do that. So as you can see, most formal authority leaders who are not clarifying expectations, they they eating up opposite the opposite and the counterfeit, and most of them just do the opposite. Because it takes zero effort to leave expectations undefined. So in this actual behavior, the majority of people who are not living the behavior, which creates trust, are living the opposite, which creates distrust. Clarifying expectations builds trust, but doing the opposite is to leave expectations undefined. That creates distrust. You don't have to do any work. You just do nothing. And it happens. But to create smoke and mirrors, to go with the ebb and flow, you, you kind of do got to do some pretending. You got to do a little, it takes a little effort. So relative to this behavior, most formal authority leaders, even parents, this stuff applies. These are principles. It applies everywhere. Parents get angry at children a lot of times because they didn't do what, what they thought, thought they ought, ought to have done. But the parents have never fully clarified expectations. They do it after the fact. Well, it's a little late for it then. Let's move on up to uh, trust behavior 10, competency side. The fifth behavior on the competency side. Covey says this 10th trust behavior is practice accountability. 
And he says, first, hold yourself accountable. And second, hold others accountable. This behavior is based on the principles of accountability, responsibility, stewardship, and ownership. He says the opposite of practice accountability is to take responsibility. Oh, excuse me. The opposite is to not take responsibility and to say, it's not my fault. And the counterfeit of practice accountability is to point fingers and blame others, to say it's their fault. See, there's a big difference between being accountable. Being accountable is all about looking in the mirror. I'm responsible. I'm accountable. And I know it. The opposite, though, is to not take responsibility. It's to say it's not my fault. That's looking out the window, thinking someone else is responsible. The opposite, again, is it's not my fault, so it's got to be somebody else's fault. That's kind of implied. But see, the counterfeit even goes and takes it to an entirely worse level. Because instead of taking responsibility and practicing accountability, this person who's living the counterfeit behavior is pointing fingers and blaming others, and they're saying it's their fault. They're going beyond saying it's not my fault to they pointing fingers at somebody else saying it's their fault. They, they live in all outside the window. You can imagine how much distrust that person causes. So I think I got time. I'm going to be able to go ahead and wrap up the last three behaviors. They kind of overlap with character and competency so we can end this uh, series on what is trust. So let's move into the three that overlap. Trust behavior 11 is listen first. Covey says to seek first to understand, then to be understood. And it's based on the principle of understanding, respect, and mutual benefit. And Covey says the opposite of listen first is to speak first and listen last or not listen at all. And Covey also says the counterfeit of listen first is pretend listening. It's, it's thinking about your reply and waiting for your turn to talk. That's the counterfeit. A lot of people are guilty of that right there. I've been guilty of that for a long time. I've been working on it. But I'm still guilty of that. And I'm still working on it. It's the hardest one for me. And his his Covey's dad, Stephen, Dr. Stephen R. Covey, who wrote The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, habit five is literally this trait right here, this principle. Seek first to understand, then to be understood. That's habit five of the seven habits. And it's powerful. And Dr. Covey says it's the hardest one. He believes it's the hardest one to learn to apply. And he spoke about it all over the world. He's passed away now, but he talked about it. You know, I've seen him talk about it and read him read about it, him uh, writing about it. And he says people all over the world are in agreement. This is the hardest one of the seven habits to apply, but it's highly effective. So I've been working on it and I'm still working on it. And I agree 100%. It's the hardest one for me because it's easy to go into that counterfeit, pretend listening, thinking about what I'm going to say. When, it, when it's my turn. I mean, literally, I'm still so guilty of this because I want to talk about leadership. 
you know, I'm selfish. I want to talk about what I want to talk about. And so does everybody else for the most part, unless they're working on this. But I have improved tremendously, but I have to work at it. I have to consciously think about it. It doesn't just happen because I want to talk. Reckon why I'm doing this podcast. I want to talk and nobody's interrupting me. And I don't have to listen. I like it. I like to get on stage and talk about all this stuff that I value and can help other people. But when I'm talking to somebody, I need to shut up and listen. I need to set my agenda, myself, off to the side and listen. Ask questions. If they want to know what I got to say, they'll talk to me. I, I, I still need to work on this a lot. You may too. If you do, just get to work. Just know you ain't going to be perfect, and that's okay. Trust behavior number 12. Covey says that behavior is keep commitments. It's the quickest way to build trust in any relationship. He says it's the big kahuna. It's based on the principles of integrity, courage, performance, and humility. Keep commitments. He says the opposite is to break commitments or violate promises. And he says the counterfeit is to make vague commitments or to not make any commitments. And this is the trust behavior that people do. They do the opposite and the counterfeit to me, and it drives me crazy. Because if I tell you I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. When people tell me they're going to do something, I expect them to do it. But I've also learned there's a whole lot of people that don't have the character, the integrity, the courage, the performance, the humility to keep a commitment. So I tell you, don't make commitments lightly. If you don't know you're going to do it 100%, tell people I need a little time to think about it. I have to get back with you. People tell me they're going to call me back. People tell me they're going to do training. People tell me they're going to do all kind of things. They're going to buy so many books for their pe- people. Leaders tell me all kind of stuff and don't do a large majority of it. And I don't care if they tell me they're going to do it or not. Just tell me the truth. If you want to build trust, tell people the truth. It goes back to talking straight. If you tell somebody you're not going to do something, or excuse me, if you tell somebody you're going to do something and you don't do it, you've told them a lie. Even if you say, I'm going to call somebody back. If you're busy, somebody calls you and say, I'm going to call you back. I'll call you right back. A lot of people say that. I'll call you back. Right back. Or some people just leave it vague, like he said. The counterfeit is to be vague. I'll call you back. That could be next hour. That could be next day, next week, next month, next year. That's vague. Being vague creates distrust. If you say, I'm going to call you back today, call me back today. If you don't know when you're going to call me back, just say, we'll talk about this some sometime later. Something like that. It comes to Team members and employees, if you're a formal authority leader, keep commitments. If you can't keep it, don't make it. When it comes to clients and customers, keep commitments. If you can't keep the commitment, don't make the commitment. Trust behavior 13. Covey says that behavior is extend trust. Extending trust, he says, is one of the best ways to create trust when it's not there. He says it's based on the principles of empowerment, reciprocity, and the fundamental belief that most people are capable of being trusted and want to be trusted. 
Basically, what he's saying is you got to go first. You got to trust first. He says the opposite of extend trust is to withhold trust. People tend to not trust people who don't trust them. And he says the counterfeit of extend trust is extending false trust. It's giving people the responsibility, but not the authority or resources to get the task done. It's extending fake trust, acting like you trust someone when you really don't. Kind of like snoopervising. I learned that from Dr. Dr. Covey. He talks about snoopervising, looking over somebody's shoulder, hovering over them, smothering them. You know, delegate to them, but then tell them how to do it. That's fake trust. That's false trust. You know, when I talk about extending trust, it's, it's like when somebody says, hey, I want you to come speak, and I want you special offered. They ain't paid me. I don't have an agreement. I ain't got nothing. I just say, which books do you want? Where do you want me to ship them? And I order them, and they're on the way. Then I send them an invoice. At some point, they're going to pay, hopefully. But everybody always does. But I'm going to always extend trust to people. And that's one opportunity where I get to exhibit this behavior right on the front end. Right on the front end of somebody says they want to do some business with me, I get to do, I'm trying to do all of these trust behaviors, but this is specifically talking about this one, extending trust right off the bat. And I don't chase them down for a payment. If they don't pay me before we speak, after we're done speaking, I'll ask them about it. And most of them have forgot. Hardly any of them ever wait till after we speak to pay, though. I mean, it's like 1% or whatever. It's just they usually really did forget or something got dropped. And because I didn't follow up, they somebody dropped the ball. And they didn't mind paying. They just dropped the ball. And because I don't do a lot of follow-up and chasing, it just gets delayed a while. But every time we speak and interact with others, we are either building trust or creating distrust. Not only with them, but also with those that are watching. Don't forget that one. So this this is, completes the, the What is Trust series. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you come back and listen to it sometimes. I hope you share it with people because there's a lot of people who are out there living the counterfeit of these behaviors. Talk to you next time. Make it happen or someone else will. It might as well be you. Are you serious about taking your career and your life to the next level and beyond? Check out Max Story's Blue Collar Leadership Series books and others now available on audio along with paperback and ebooks at Amazon, iTunes, and Audible. Please visit bluecollarleadership.com to learn about Max books, programs, special offers, certifications, and more. Thank you for listening to the Blue Collar Leadership Podcast.